What have we here? stuff about I'm Commander Cody podcast. and this is Commander Cody also every time now from now on out Commander's gonna be uh, <laughs> tossing uh, Commander that, Cody now, around now that I got the pop it's gonna be there every time so just so you know about that always and forever um, alright uh, beer beer first where's your you got, where's your drinking bell your church key um actually my my drinking bell is a church key <laughs> The multi, it's a, it's like a pocket knife for beer. It's um, out of control. I love it. Uh, yeah, what, we can. Uh, what do you want? What else do we? Oh, before oh. we get started, for oh. everybody that's listening on a regular basis, and you want to support the podcast any which way you can, you can head over to the Patreon page, uh, Patreon.com/slash/RogueSquadPod, um, and or you just go there and fucking search the podcast, and you'll find us. Um, any little bit credits, monthly fees, and or, yes, um, it helps us keep going. Um, and we appreciate every little bit. Um, we are doing special things, special chat rooms, uh, special hidden videos for all of our Patreon members. So if you want to get some behind the scenes bullshit and the big dick pics, um, say special hidden videos. <laughs> We're not posting lewds see- up on here or anything. I, now, I did put up uh, a video about um, an event that happened to me back in high school living in the snow belt, northeastern Ohio. Yeah. Did you see that? I did, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure because I had it private and no one could see it. So I had to like unlock it, but I didn't make it. Open. Oh, yeah. You got to set it to patrons only. Yeah. Oh, I already did that, but I had to upload it onto YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's the weird thing. I was getting pissed about that, too. You can't so upload it's, it straight it's to Patreon. Like, it's like unlocked on YouTube so everyone can see it, but I didn't want everybody to see it because it's only for Patreon members. So the long <laughs> short of it is shut the fuck up, go on over to Patreon, <laughs> check it out at least. <laughs> Drink some uh, beers. And even a dollar, two, five bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you guys want uh, uh, once a month. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, we appreciate that. And we will be adding like some actual big important things in the future. So as we do, obviously the patrons that are already there are going to be the first ones to know about that. Um, yeah, and we'll keep you updated and then phoned. Uh, let's see. We got some Dranguses in the live chat here with us. We got Steve Kirk. We've got Dakotas uh, and Zach Merritt. Uh, let's see. Looking good, Paul. I don't know who Paul is. Mopar's the only one here. Um, <laughs> uh, listen to your last episode because I thought I finished Game of Thrones. I didn't. No, Dakota is fucking pissed, right? You spoiler alerted yourself. <laughs> you spoiler alerted yourself. You thought you were caught up, and you oh, were. man, um, that is so funny. Yeah, that's that's a shitty situation. Uh, <laughs> and before we go on, uh, we do have a one major topic we will be hitting that is a spoiler alert. Um, after we do our beer, beer review and everything, uh, we will be reviewing and discussing the movie It. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you spoiler- haven't seen that shit, it- yeah, once again, spoiler alert. Don't listen to the whole episode before you listen to the spoiler alert part. 
Unless you thought you saw it and then you didn't and then you watched this episode and you're a Drangus. You saw the uh, one 30 years ago. It's pretty mm-hmm. much the same thing. But we can talk about that. Uh, yeah, that sucked, man. I'm sorry. I hope you didn't ruin your, the entire episode for you. Uh, you probably did. Um, <laughs> handful of dicks is on. Bag full of sneaker walks. Bag full of flip-flops over here. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. That, that calls for a beer time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I'm excited because I, there's a local beer distributor, kind of like Crafted Drafts, which is local to, to Commander now, or still always forever. Um, <laughs> we were just there, actually. We talked about that. Uh, I talked to this guy and he said, man, I'm, I'm trying to start a podcast. I was like, uh, I've been doing a podcast for almost four years. He, and he freaked out and tried to offer me free beer. And I took <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So Trogues is a local brewery, actually. It's just down the street. I think it's maybe 15 minutes away. Oh, for real? Uh, Nice. Yeah, Trogues is right down the street from me now. Uh, I think we've had like one by them, right? They, yeah, I think we've had a few. But this is Trogues the Mad Elf. So I think it's their like Christmas holiday beer. I was looking um, to see if I had any sitting over here that we had but in the past. But the biggest thing is it's 11%. <laughs> and it's yeah. a year old. So he said uh, this stuff is known for fermenting a little bit. So he said... Um, it's aged. Yeah, it's aged the Mad Elf. And he's old and drunk as fuck. So... Uh, I I don't know what to expect because it's still in season, not in season. It's still under its uh, expo- uh, spoiler date. <laughs> Exploiter date. Explosion date. I um, what do you have? <laughs> I, I, it? I posted this. Oh shit! Your mic fell. I posted <laughs> this on. Uh, actually, I can't see my camera, so let me see. Hang on. I posted this on Instagram and I found it. I screamed. And the reason I was blasting Metallica before I was started setting up for the show is because I found this. Where's the camera? Frutalica. Yeah. By Stone. That's awesome. One of my favorite breweries and one of my favorite bands and one of my favorite types of beer. It's a double IPA. I assume it has to have fruit in there some, somewhere, hence the name. With yuzu, kiwi, and habanero. I don't know what the fuck yuzu is, but I got habanero. it. Habanero. Frutalica, Metallica, Drangtalica. It's happening. Crack this thing open. Is it? So this this may be a stupid question, but I, I've actually been on somewhat of a Metallica kick. Ooh. Is your top album still like easily Injustice? <sighs> so it's a decision that can't be made. <laughs> we should start ranking those like we rank uh, the Star Wars movies. Those jump around for me a lot. A lot. And, well, I, I mean, it's forever. Sane Anger and uh, Reload will forever be at the bottom for yeah. me. I, they can jumble at the bottom. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, more recently, I've been listening to Master of Puppets. Uh, and oh, yeah. uh, most notably, the second half of the album. Um, you know, Disposable Heroes, Lep- Leper Messiah, Onion, uh, and the rest of it. <laughs> but yeah, the, the second half of that album is... Is underrated, even though that's one of their most popular albums. The second half is uh, definitely still underrated. Yeah, for sure. Everybody thinks Battery, Sanitarium, Master Puppets. No one else gives a fuck about anything else. But uh, yeah, so all all of you somewhat metal fans, go listen to the rest of Master Puppets. You'll be delighted in the loin area. (laughs) I am. I think it's somewhere between Justice, Black Album, and what just happened. I smelled it. Oh, the beer? Oh, God. The Mad Elf is going <laughs> to piss Mopar off. Oh, and I got this for afterwards, after I finished this one. Classic that I, I had two weeks ago. Yeah, I do have a drinking beer. We we went on a beer run last night, uh, and uh, we got Sierra Nevada, their normal pale ale. This is hazy as hell. 
pouring it out, it does not look like a beer at first. It's kind of crazy. I guess I should pour this out. I hate doing it, but I can never, I can't see the, the color of it. Yeah, this almost looks like orange pineapple juice. Well, um, Citralica. Let me finish the, yeah, Frutalica, Magralica. <laughs> let me finish that. I w- would say Anjustice, Black Album, um, Master Puppets are always up there. And then I like Load so much that I don't know where to put it. Like, it's so good, but it's so different. I don't know where to where to throw that shit in there. But that one's up there, too. Those four. Trying to like me, man. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know. It's it's still easily in just at the top. It's just got... It's it's Master Puppets plus one. And it's heavier. And it's just... There's something about it that is... It's the whole album's flawless. That's how I feel about it. Um, yeah. I agree. But... So yeah, maybe we'll we should start from there. Maybe we should start ranking those like we rank fucking Star Wars movies. They change every day. Every time I hear a Metallica song. Mm-hmm. I actually made that joke. Uh every Metallica song on, I always say, This is my favorite Metallica song. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Every no matter what what it is. I thought that one was. <laughs> yeah, but this is the one I'm listening to. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. I'm gonna take a sip test here uh with the mad elf. Uh ale brewed with honey and cherries. Uh-oh. Uh, it says, color is ruby red. It's a spicy Belgian, which is fucked. All right, here we go. Jesus. Spicy Belgian. I got habanero in this, so. Oh, God, this is bad. This is it's interesting. Not- Every time I think, like, I'm scared of the name sometimes because as soon as I think it's a double IPA with a bunch of shit, I start thinking, like, I start to anticipate, like, what the flavors are going to be. But this one's really well balanced. Um, it has, like, a dryness. Obviously, it's a, an IPA. So it's, a vaginus? A vaginus. Uh, it's already dry because it's an IPA, obviously. But it has some of that dryness of, like, fruit juice. Like, the, the dryness of, like, a cranberry juice, you know, when you drink that shit. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. I don't really get the habanero. Unless I missed it. I don't know. Uh, it, it says it was brewed by... Uh, Beavertown from the UK and Garage Project in New Zealand uh, collabed with Stone in San Diego on this beer, which is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, kiwi, yuzu, and habanero. I don't know what the fuck the yuzu is. I also got a fruit fly on my fucking screen. Got him. Um, I'm looking up yuzu. Do it. Uh, my beer. I don't know if. See, this is this is the difficult thing. I think uh, the guy left this out. He handed it to me warm. It's Korean. Uh, so he handed it to you warm, so it's probably skunked. It's probably extremely skunked, and now that it's a year old, it's skunked plus a, like something dead. You know, it's it's not blended at all. It doesn't taste like cherries. It smells like <laughs> rotten ass. <laughs> Riley, it actually, you know what's really weird? It kind of smells awesome. like like a old sausage. <laughs> I thought you were about to say it kind of smells like Riley. <laughs> uh, Riley's here in the chat room. What's, What's up, man? Riley? Thanks for popping in. And I have to give a shout out. Why are you shouting? So, Mr. Mr. Steve Kirk, who is joining us, uh, just uh, went over to Patreon and pledged us. Um, oh, no some, shit. That Terry's. Yeah, just it popped up. So, a big shout out to uh, uh, Steve Kirk. Fuck yeah, we, man. We appreciate it. That's awesome. You rock. And Darcy uh, Kara's just now subscribed to us on YouTube. Yeah, Hell yeah, guys. Jacket. We don't need to know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's great. Perfect. Fuck yeah, guys. Uh, Thank you. 
as we move through this, I, this is going to be difficult. I don't Isn't really taste the, the alcohol, which is a good thing. Yeah. Is that but, the worst way to like start an episode? It's like, yeah, guys, we're going to get right into this beer, rev- beer review first. This beer tastes like ass <laughs> and garbage. Garbage and ass Out and a in little the fucking bit of hot sun. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. that you have to suffer through that. You said you had a few different ones, right? Uh, or you I do, got... there's a blood I, there's a blood orange in ah, the okay. fridge, and then I've got Sierra Nevada. So there is hope. On. Yeah, hope. You got there some hope. There is another <laughs> beer. Podcasts <laughs> are built on hope. <laughs> oh man! And Patreon pledges, so you better get a fuck over there if you if you're hopeless. So. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Uh, this beer is good. It's interesting. It is has a lot of shit shoved in it, but it's still balanced. It's a little too dry for my liking. Like you have to drink it kind of slow and enjoy it and then sit with it. You can't really like chug it, you know, which I'm trying not to chug anyways, but still. Also, it says careful. You're holding liquid metal in your hands. I wonder if they had to uh, reach out to Metallica to like use this because they even have the, I should look that up because they even have like the font. You can see the little like daggers down at the end of the words. Uh, or of the letters of the, the F and the A. And then obviously, you know, it's got some, it's got the Cthulhu on the front. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's good though. It's good. It's just one of those crazy experimental unique beers. Um, but I dig it. You know, Stone's always, always pleasing us greatly. They're always pushing the envelope. Always. Yeah. And it's cool that they did with a brewery in the UK and in uh, New Zealand. Y'all came over to San Diego and fucked some shit up. So, Trogues Brewing Company is Hershey, PA. So, yeah, about 15 (sighs) minutes north, right where all the Hershey chocolate shit is. So, Mm. it's the same same town. Um, And it does have a little thing here. It says, the holidays at Trogues start with our inner mad elf momentarily taking over the brew deck. So, blame him for this cheerful ruby red creation brewed with cherries, honey, spicy Belgian yeast reminiscent of cinnamon, clove, and allspice. This just tastes like Christmas ass. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not meant to be drank right now. Got another month or two before that shit starts coming into season. But Maybe I'm just... Uh, one, I'm probably just bitter about it because <laughs> it's old and it was warm and it's not as uh, what I wanted. Two, yeah. I just, I'm halfway through a fucking monster, so it's probably throwing my buds off. It always throws your buds off. No, my bang is either a monster or a, a Red Bull, but yeah. Man, I was dragging today. I don't know I'm what sorry, it was. Dude. About two o'clock rolled around. And I was just like, yep, nope. Can't do it. <laughs> Ain't happening. Oh, yeah. Untapped. I got to fucking remember that shit. I did finally. Uh, I logged into Untapped because I got a uh, six pack sampler the other night. I couldn't figure out what I wanted. So I just grabbed six randomnesses um, and I was plugging away at on Untapped. Uh, if you guys That's are good. interested, up, oh, yeah, man, it was black screen for me too. So I went to YouTube. Everybody said Twitch is fucking around. Oh, really? Man, restream. I don't know if anyone's familiar. If they also stream and do shit, restream is pretty cool because you stream to one spot and then it takes you on to Twitch and YouTube and Facebook and everything all at the same time. Um, it's been messing up a little bit. Like our chat's not working. Uh, it says everything's online, so I don't know. Sorry, YouTube's the main spot anyway. So fuck the rest of that. Just kind of a, a backup plan. Um, untap's not loading. Try again. Uh, you guys can head on over to Untapped 
And I th- can you can they follow us? Is that mm-hmm. how that works? And they can see what beers we like and don't like and rate and yep. review all that shit. I always try to put a comment on it um, just to give you an idea of what I felt. I tasted from the goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you- it's like Twitter for beer. And it's also fucking up right now. Let me give you an example here. Mopar, Mopar is, is pissed. Pissed. So <laughs> untapped. Uh, let's see. Let me give you an example. Frutalica. I'll check it in. So my beer. Give it three and a half. Oh, can okay, I check so in? So one of them more recently, which wasn't that good, I was pissed at, is uh, an American Pale Ale by, by Stout's Brewing Company. Which is local out this way. That's the name of a it brewing was, company? Is Stouts? Uh, S-T-O-U-D-T-S. Stouts. Oh, God. Gotcha. Um, but it's their APA, and it was so metallic. Like, I use, like, MGD is one of my favorite beers because it has, like, a bit of that tinny taste at the end. This just tasted like you were drinking an aluminum can. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. There was no no blend or anything. So just melted down aluminum. Uh, yeah, and I said, not a huge fan. I usually enjoy metallic beers, but this tastes like tins. Still drank it, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course. We are uh, at 249 different beers right now on Untapped. And I've probably. forgotten so many times to, to, yeah. to, to check in. So we're probably over 300. But anyways, it's on there. So yeah, follow us. See what we're drinking. The only, the only uh, complaint that you might have if you listen to the show is that we do a three-star rating that makes no sense. And they do a five-star rating. So I kind of have to, you know, adjust what I'm talking about for that. Speaking of ratings, I think I'm going to go. Uh, I think I'm going to go one with this. Really? I hate to do because one doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It's just so dry and so. Um, I don't know. I hate to do a one, but it's not. You're doing like, a one. It, it's decided. <sighs> Written in the stars, it is. Demanded by the gods, it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll go one. I'll go one. It's good. It's cool to get it for the gimmick of, you know, the Metallica and the Cthulhu and, and shit. And Stone's always awesome. So, yeah, it, pick it up once. Pick it up once or twice. And if you like particularly dry IPAs, then this might be your beer, man. Grab it. I don't know. Fuck off. Okay. Okay. I am also going to give this a one simply because I think it's a skunked one-year-old 11% beer. Uh, and I, I tasted it just after eating a potato sandwich and fucking <laughs> marshmallows and shit. What's a so potato I, sandwich? Explain that to you, me, please. There's like, you know, there's the stuff in the potato. Anyways, the... Uh, no, yeah, not I, anyways. I think, no, what's a potato sandwich? I need to know this. Potato, you know. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not, not a real thing. thing. <laughs> I'm not giving you away my culinary secrets. Fuck off. Um... <laughs> I, I am going to give this a one. I'm not going to shit on it and give it a zero because my buds might be off and or this is a uh, very bad test bash because uh, some drunk guy gave it to me uh, for free out of his back closet. You know something we need to do when you're back and we can do it maybe on video or something is grab a bunch of old beers that we gave zeros and try them again now that we know what the fuck we're talking about and just see if we were idiots before, which we probably were. We should just do one episode where we go through all of the beer reviews and do them all again. All yeah. in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can definitely have like 95 beers in one episode. That's not a problem. You know, the other day. <laughs> We're going to fucking day, die. Oh, yeah. The other day I was thinking. Because we had no plans. I think it was like Saturday or something. Or this, this Sunday. Um, 
I woke up, I was like, you know what I kind of feel like doing is doing a Star Wars marathon. And then I thought about it and it's just like, there's like 38 hours of fucking Star Wars right now. <laughs> you can't fucking do it. And then I was thinking, what if we just did like Rogue One to Seven? And that's still five fucking movies. Yeah. That's so long. There's yeah. so much. I think it used to be like 15 hours flat. But now we got Rogue One and we got Force Awakens. And then if you can throw in the fucking Clone Wars and Rebels and get real crazy. That's crazy enough. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I bailed on that. We just day drank instead and got fucked up. But um, You know what would be cool, though, is a, uh, the Star Wars Marathon leading up to uh, episode eight. We don't have to do even all of them. We can just do, you know, four, five, six, or I guess Rogue One through episode seven, like you just said. This is where Mope or uh, what's your name? Commander is going to fucking plug our event for Rogue uh, 7. I don't want to plug too many things so quickly. Rogue 8. Rogue 8. Great. <laughs> Rogue 8. A Last Jedi story. Uh, well, yeah, so everyone knows Last Jedi is coming out. We're going to do host an event at Gateway like we did for Rogue One. It's going to be awesome. We're currently in the planning stage. Um, I have a lot of ideas and things in the works. Just going to try to make all that shit happen. We're going to try to brew a custom beer again. 501st is going to be there. Going to have some Battlefront. Going to have some X-Wing. Going to see the movie. Going to have some awesome beer. And it's going to be fucking rad. You guys get to hang out with us. Uh, but yeah, more details coming soon. But obviously, it's uh, Thursday, December 14th. The initial showing is at 7 p.m. And Gateway is showing shit all night. So if you're in Columbus, come on out. Or if you're, or if you're in, close uh, to Columbus, Mr. Yeah, like Zach Merritt. Darth Zach Harris. Yeah. Come on back. And we have the 501st head, heading out, right? Mm-hmm. They're on the list. So mm-hmm. uh, if you at least bare minimum, if you guys want to come out, have a few beers and meet all the 501st fucks, which have amazing equipment and everything. Real lightsabers chopping younglings in half. And uh, and we got potato sandwiches for free in the back corner. <laughs> yeah, that's a new thing. We need to make a beer called Potato Sandwich. Uh, and then we got our, um, as usual, our favorite artists, Ren, Mike, and Matt are coming back out. They're working on a custom poster, actually. Like a custom Last Jedi poster that we're going to have for the event, which is cool. And maybe some cosplayers trying to make it happen. I don't know. We'll see. Also, if if you can see back behind uh, Cody's hamster head, all the way to the right of his head, under the uh, Last Jedi poster, um, who who actually did it? My buddy. Uh, oh, Jason. No, no, no. Above it, it was Mike, right? Oh, this one. Yeah. Oh, you can't really tell. Yeah, that was Mike. So Mike actually did a custom uh, drawing for us, and he he just said, "Guys, give me." Give me like 10 bucks and I'll, I'll make you something. So he made uh, Commander as Commander Cody shooting at me. And I was a Jedi blocking him with my middle finger lightsaber. <laughs> uh, but it's just, I mean, it's simple, stupid, awesome stuff like that. And he did a great job. So I'd show you, but I don't want to tear it off the wall to show you. Maybe I have a picture of it. Hang on. Oh, here it is. Wait for it. Maybe not. Zach said he, uh, he already talked to the wife into going. So yes. Best thing I've heard all day. Yeah, it's going to be a party, man. We're going to have a lot of people there. It's going to be crazy. Uh, this is what you can see behind me. This is in more detail. Of course, it's not going to fucking actually show up. It's, just, <laughs> it's not even trying. Sorry, it's not even... <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. It's, uh, it's on our Instagram and Facebook and stuff. It could be. Um, oh, I'm going to post again. Anyways, oh. it's fucking sweet. So come out and get some custom art drawn of you as a Star Wars character. 
Uh, get a poster of The Last Jedi signed by the artists. Do things. Play Battlefront. Play X-Wing. Win some shit. Get some Funko Pops. Get drunk. It'll be fun. Um, everything's on the Facebook event. Just go to our page. Drunk. And you can drunk. find it. You can get drunk as Funko. <laughs> yes, you can get drunk as Funko. All right. Enough about that shit. <laughs> One star <laughs> beers. What are, we, what are we talking about first? I got a lot going on. We could keep talking about beer because Tommy Boy and I and a few of our other friends went to uh, Oma Gang Tasting at Crafted Drafts, which was good. Okay. I They are the brewery as of last year when we went to the Oma Gang Tasting. We, I found out too, She that's the first thing that the, the brewerist said was Oma Gang. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Oma um, Gang. Yeah, I've been saying Oma Gang. Um, Last year we went to the one and that was the first tasting that really like convinced me to like Belgians because uh, they are a specifically Belgian brewery based in New York. So I liked their beers since then. I liked most of them this time. There was some really funky ones like with this purposefully funky yeast in them, which I wasn't a big fan of. Um, but for in general, like the blondes and the Belgians that we had were really good. Oma Gang's fantastic brewery. Um, so it was fun. It was good. They're on my list, man. Was it fun enough? Funnily, funnily enough, yeah. Oh, can't do it. It was tasty. Right. I recommend trying them. So, Oma Gang is a good brewery. The Hennepin is like one of my favorite ones. But yeah, definitely try their shit. And they are the brewery. If you didn't realize, that does the Game of Thrones beers. So we had the Seven Kingdoms while we were there, fitting for Game of Thrones just ending. But they do a whole line of Game of Thrones beers. I think they release them like two at a time. So there's about to be two new ones that come out at the end of this year that we haven't seen yet. I'm pretty sure is what they said. But I've had a few of those. We did one on the show. I can't remember. I think the Valor Mergulis. Um, yeah. Good stuff, though. Really good stuff. I agree. Oh, yeah. Their shit's kind of expensive, though, but it is good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next on the list, Cincinnati Comic-Con's coming up. Dude. Do it. I'm not even going, so fucking tell the fuck I kn- Well... Oh, you're almost going to be back. You're going to be back next. Can you extend your stay by like three days? Yeah, why? You should come down. For what? So you're, wait, you're coming back. Hang on, let me look at this calendar really quick. You're coming next week, right? Yeah. All right. It It's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next week. Oh, the 15th, 16th, and 17th? No, next week. The 22nd. Oh. 23rd and 24th. Yeah, I, uh, that's a possibility. Dude, the universe, the galaxy, the forces is behind us. Just, yeah, I will worked. be in town the uh, 20th and 21st. That's epic. And then 22nd should be a travel day, but I guess I could uh, try to head extend down your stay, you. man. Yeah, so uh, the big reason I want to go, Alkali Lake's coming. She's going to be in the Midwest for like the first time ever. So we finally get to meet her, do a, a real podcast in real person, have some beers. And then it's not a Wizard World con. And I know we talked about when we went to the last one in Columbus, we're just not a big fan of like the Wizard World thing. So this is like a, what's it called? Cincy Fan Expo or something. So I'm excited to see like a different take on the whole Comic-Con thing. Fan con, Expo con, fandom bullshit. So it should be fun. We're going down uh, Sweeney and some of the other Hateful Geeks guys and Tommy Boy are going and I'm going and now Mopar's going. Oh my God. Well, we'll see if if we can if we can make it happen on a Friday. We're making it happen, uh, and you're going in it because you got to think we're you are right now six hours away from me. I don't think you should know that. I'm. I if there was teleportation devices, <laughs> I'd be there right. I'd be there already. There's teleportation devices. No one would have to move anywhere. I would. We just need light speed. 
to go from Ohio to Pennsylvania. We need light speed. <laughs> ludicrous. Ludicrous speed. You'd like melt yourself trying to go that fast in that short of a distance. Nah. <laughs> nah. Probably not. So we're headed um, down to Cincy. Uh, so yeah, if you can come, that'd be all fucking awesome, man. But So uh, the, the dates on that are again... 22, 23, 24. September, September 22nd through the 24th. Mm-hmm. Something to consider. Uh, Zacharias, are you going to that? You're, if you're dating, you're closer than we are. If you're going, let us know. And uh, anybody else that's in Ohio or that is traveling to go to it, let us know. Um, all right, moving on. We'll talk so about... Then, you want to talk about it? You want to go through this list of Star Wars things? Is it a big deal? Oh, ho, ho, ho. it is. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Freak me the fuck out. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can we can jump into it. So this is this is going to be your official and final spoiler warning. If you think you've seen it or may not have seen it or you just fucking drunk, turn this shit off. <laughs> yeah. This be is going to be a big spoiler. Um, Don't ruin the movie it, for yourself. Uh, I mean, there, everybody knows the story of it. I mean, it's kind of an old story. Um, probably seen the original, and I've seen it once, and I was actually with you, and mm-hmm. I didn't. It was that good. It was like too long, not enough action, and the ending just ended up being a big cockroach, and they all fucking walked out. I was like, "This is the fucking confused." <laughs> yeah, it was like a spider brain menace thing. Yeah, that's all it was. <laughs> so I, pissed. I, Everyone jokes about that too. I saw a clip earlier today on Facebook of Tim Curry talking about it, and now that the new movie's coming out or is out, and he even himself said he was let down because he's like, "I turned into a giant spider at the end." And it wasn't very scary. Yeah, it was a letdown. It was like the longest buildup for no payoff. Absolutely yeah. no payoff whatsoever. Um, yeah. So let's let's get into the the thick of it. Ah, the thick. The, there's going to be so many it puns. I have had enough of it. <laughs> you got to stop that. You, you can not even. Don't continue with that. Not going to happen. You're not going. I'm not. I won't content, continue <laughs> with it. Um, all right. To be very very honest. Be honest. I loved it. Me too. Um, Me too. That's all all I really got to say. Was it perfect? I don't think so. But what the one of the things that I really enjoyed, and we have already uh, discussed it a little bit about about the original. Took there was such a build, and it was Pennywise, 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 and he was only a clown like the whole fucking time. And all of a sudden, at the end, it was a transformation into a fucking praying mantis. It was such. That's all I remember. He would. He would try to morph into like what the kids were scared of but nothing like this new one wasn't even close well the, the biggest difference so that very first scene is, is pretty like shot for shot to the original with the fucking boat going down the fucking thing and yeah and uh whatever but when pennywise actually starts talking to him that that very first pennywise scene yes I thought was perfect flawless he was Dude. creepy and the first thing you see is him like open his mouth and he's like a monster I don't remember that happening in the first one. So you already, your mind's already thinking like, all right, it's he's not just a fucking creepy clown. Like, it's a monster yeah. in there. Yeah. So it already like sets you up that even if he did become a goddamn, you know, 10 foot story June bug, I'd be okay with it because, it, it, you know, I saw a bit of that in the very first scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, he Curry, was super like, creepy. Yeah. I agree with that. Tim Curry, he, he had some fangs on him every once in a while. But nothing like that. That was intense. And I did not expect to... 
Did not expect <laughs> him to bite the fucking kid's arm off. Jesus. That was intense, man. I was not expecting drink. that at all. We got to drink about that. I was not expecting Bruce Cheskin. Hey. <laughs> that's gonna be, I'm going to try to put that out in letters, and that's the title of the episode. Um, I agree with you. I think that was probably the creepiest part for me, because I hate clowns. People know that. The creepiest part of the entire movie was that right there. The way he was talking. I said to uh, Tommy Boy when we walked out, it's like, he's a freaking evil He's evil something, like an evil spirit, an evil monster, whatever, in a clown's body. And it looked to me like he was, like, he wanted to eat that little kid so bad, he couldn't, like, hold back his evilness out of the clown's spirit. Like, he's, like, shaking, like, trying to just, like, I don't know, like, lurch forward oh, and yeah. bite his fucking arm off. It's like he couldn't well, it, contain how, like, uh, I don't know, how evil he was. It, it well, Yeah, Ooh. and I agree. Yeah. And it was something in his uh, delivery of, like, just the way he talked, his speech. Yeah. Like, he, he would, like, chew on his lip, like, almost like you were trying to bang a girl or, like, she, like, I don't even know. Like, you get excited and you're just, like, <laughs> trying to bang Pennywise. But it, it's kind of, like, along those lines. Like, you kind of get nervous and twitchy. Yeah. Like, it, it, all excited about something. And he was excited about ruining this guy's fucking arm. Mm-hmm. So, and you kind of saw that in his speech and you saw his eyes, like, look down and think, like, what, what else can I say to get this kid to come here? He's overly uh, excited about that. Oh, yeah. And the way he... It was... So, what it finally, kind of fucking re- reminded me of... Um, was uh, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. The way he used, like, mouth movements. And, like, mouth twitches. And the way he, like, spit would roll down his... Like, you could see him wanting to fuck this kid up. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, it was <laughs> ridiculous, dude. I... Uh, so, I was, I was entertained and pretty like shocked and you know jolted throughout the whole movie but in terms of like creep factor that was definitely that was the highlight was that first scene you know what's funny there's one scene that i actually thought was slightly creepier that's probably my favorite scene of the movie which is like the first 10 fucking minutes yeah but there was one other scene in that movie that i remember i was just like fuck that and it was when the fat kid was in the basement of the library and that headless thing just kind of fucking kept running after him i was like no i'm out fuck that that's terrifying because, like, if it had a head, you could see its emotion and, like, it's wanting to kill you. But that wobbling, demonless fucktard is running at you, and you don't know its intentions. Like, maybe it wants to shake your hand, but yeah. I'm going to get the fuck away. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with it. I can't. <clears throat> I can't. So that was, like, that was the scene. Like, you, where are you going to run? You're in a basement, and there's, you know, a headless baseball player running after you, and you don't know what the fuck he wants. Why a baseball player? Wasn't he wearing some shit? <laughs> I don't know. Overall, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So I don't want to get into uh, my complaints too early, but it should be quick because I only have two of them. And no, it no, was... no, 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 no. Let's 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 walk through it a little more. All right. So okay. Okay. so characters. You, did you like the kids? I love the kids. And Tommy Boy said defiantly after this that I have to watch Stranger Things. There's no questions asked. I have to do it now. Now that Absolutely. I've seen this. Um, but yeah, I thought I was not expecting. I never read the book. I did see the original. Um, as as you said, we watched it until the Pretty Madness came up. Um, I was not expecting it to be that funny. I was not expecting it to be that Stand By Me and Sandlot mixed with a horror movie. That was just oh like not God, in my I like, can't believe you, you blanket said that. of ex- expectations. Yeah, what? Sandlot or Stand By Me? Stand By Me. I felt like it was a horror Stand By Me That's film. That's Stephen King too, right? 
It is. It's yeah. called The Body, I think. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of like a coming of age. Mm-hmm. The main characters are all like under 15 and that you see them learning and growing and, you know, they're talking about kissing girls and, you know, yeah. dick jokes and all that. Yes. But it, but it, it, but it, it's funny because you see them like they're nervous because she's in, in her like underwear and they're swimming and they're like, I, I don't know what to do. So it's like that coming of age, but also uh, people are getting eaten by, yeah. by fucking nickel wise. And here. that fat and, kid is obsessed with Beverly and all the new kids, new kids on the block jokes were so funny. Oh my God. I, yeah, I, I just wasn't expecting it. So maybe I enjoyed it more than I normally would have. But, but it was cool perfect. that it had that aspect. You know, you didn't... Yeah. It, it really could have been um, just a horror movie. It could have been just a scary movie. But it was a coming of age. You know, they built on those characters. And then as they... And they had their own issues. Everybody was scared of something else. He's scared of clowns. Yeah. He's scared of doing the dishes. This guy doesn't like germs. Um, you know. Yeah. It, so it was... It was, it was uh, Interesting. It was a good movie. I, I loved it. Yeah, and I was talking about this with Tommy Boy before we watched it, maybe a little bit after we watched it too, is like, I don't know where horror movies are supposed to go because we love them and I love getting scared, but so many are either, so many just end up being terrible or yeah. they're all just all like jump scares and blood and gore or they're like tense the entire time. I just don't know like what, is next for the genre and this being a classic movie, but with such a new feel on it, it just made a lot of sense. And I'm glad that they ended up going that way with it. I think it, I think it, I think it, they took a kind of a risk with that and it paid off a risk maybe. Cause it is like how the, the book is, but in terms of what's been happening, like recently in horror films, like the conjuring is like one of the ones that I always go back to as like an actual scary horror movie from nowadays. And that's this is a totally different feel from that. So I think it definitely, definitely paid off. My see, my favorite horror films are are not the jumpy, scary like uh, Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. While that what they were decent, I that doesn't do it for me. Um, I always like the mind fucks. I like the Shining. Yes. yes. And and I always liked uh, exorcism stuff like yeah. the Devil because it plays with your mind because you're just really like, could that really happen? Is this chick fucking possessed? What the fuck's happening? Uh-oh, Commander's pissed or happy. I can never tell. Um, <laughs> no, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So it's always a mindfuck thing. And that's why, like, movies like... uh trying to think. Think harder. Maybe Deliverance. I was it Deliverance that. where those, like, West Virginian... And not nothing against West Virginians, but... <laughs> like those, just like the... i never seen Deliverance, scary, so I don't know. Because it's like based on reality. Like these guys are just, they live on their own land. Like the family's fucking kind of weird, but they like murder people. Talking about House of Thousand Corpses. It, it kind of along those lines though. <laughs> That's what you just it's described. Kinda, it it kind of is along those lines because that could physically happen. Yeah. You could have, I have a hundred acres of land and right in the middle of it, uh, there's 300 dead people and I've raped them all for my whole life. It's like, fuck that. I got all their shoes in my... I have a great, great shoe collection. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. I got one of every size, and they're all—they never fit all the day. Um, I yeah. just read that it's the highest-grossing horror movie ever. It as in it, I think so. Or it is as in Stranger Things or The Shining. We talked a lot, a bunch of them. Yeah, we said I a don't bunch know of what things. sentence that was. We talked a lot, talked a, bunch a lot, a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, man. I just—I wasn't expecting that. I think it was perfect. So, uh, Stranger Things is anything like that. Uh, Tommy, like I know it. Tommy Boy said the one one kid is also in Stranger Things. 
Yeah, yeah, the dick joke kid is, uh, and you know the, so the, funny. the awesome thing was, uh, I'm I'm kind of happy they didn't make him like the main character because even though it would have been fine as a movie in my mind, I was I always think about him as the Stranger Kid, Stranger Things kid. Yeah. So you're always associating, okay, that's that's him. He's this character, but also no, he's not. This is a fucking different movie. Like if Mark Hamill is in anything. Yeah, exactly. Besides being the Joker. Yeah, yeah. And, and if he's in any other movie where you can see his face, it's just, that's Luke Skywalker. What's he doing in this goddamn movie? I feel you. So, I feel um, you. Trying to think about it. So, what, what were your complaints about it? My only... I love, t- sorry. I, I love the fucking music. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, it was good. I loved it. It brought me back... The first thing I was thinking of is it brought me back to this, like, 90s era of film scores... I don't know exactly why, but like the shit that you would hear in. I don't Are you know. afraid of the dark? No, not that. Uh, it wasn't that. that. Was that the immigrant song? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was. I There was definitely some creepy shit in there, but I was thinking in terms of the entire score. I was thinking like 90s. I'm failing to come up with a goddamn example and it's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm thinking 90s film scores and it just brought back. The whole thing's nostalgia. And here we go. The reason that I probably love it so much is this straight nostalgia factor, you know? It's also a goddamn good movie, so that doesn't take anything away from it. But for kids that are in our, like, generation, obviously, it's a few years before us, but it's still, like, late 80s, early 90s stuff. Um, it's a classic horror book. It's a remake of a classic horror movie that we've all, that most of us have all seen. Um, so it just it touches on all those things. And I can't think of a goddamn film score that it sounds like. Uh, the other thing is, as you get into Stranger Things, it's straight 80s. And they the music to its 80s, the fashion of its 80s, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. And it's even, like, filmed like an 80s film. Uh-huh. It's fuck. It, I mean, it's it almost has, like, some E.T. aspects in it. Like, okay. it's, you'll, you'll notice it. It's Stranger Things is so good. There's only, like, eight episodes. You'll fly through the fucking thing. Did you notice the uh, the bully kid in the metal up your ass t-shirt? Yeah, of course I did. He was wearing an anthrax shirt earlier he on. He was, yeah. And then I like looked at Tommy Boy in disgust because he had that shirt on and then they were throwing rocks at each other and they didn't play a Metallica song in that scene. I was like, oh, all he had to have done was play something from Ann Justice right there, 89. That would have been the best scene in the movie. But hey, it was still good. Yeah. Yeah. And for the vibe. Perfect. <laughs> I bet they couldn't afford it. They're like, hey, if we put I, uh that's a, exactly what I thought too. If we put 30 seconds of Master Puppets, what's that gonna cost? Uh, probably a hundred grand. Probably uh, more gonna, than the rest of the movie that. combined. <laughs> don't, <laughs> so just, yeah, don't worry about that. No, it was good. Uh back to the complaints. So the only complaint I had, and I was kind of starstruck because I love horror movies and it was I thought it was perfect for most of it. So I gotta see it again. The only complaints I have as of now are some of the monsters. So the the leper that goes after the like the sickly asthma kid, and the um, the woman that comes out of that painting in the Jewish yeah. kid's office. I thought those two things looked so bad. That was like embarrassingly bad graphics or whatever they did just looked terrible. And I so, get like maybe like the the painting lady was supposed to look like she came off the painting. Yeah, I get that's that. what it was. But it did for me. That took me out of the element of being creeped out by the scene entirely. Like I thought it was that bad. 
Yeah, no, I I agree, and I just I just assumed she was supposed to look like the painting, so yeah. that's why she was like half two D, and no one fucking cared. But yeah. the other one was just like a noseless dude, sne- like snotting on himself. It was like a Walking Dead guy. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. He, just, like, he was literally just standing there, like sneezing on the kid, and the guys like no, like dude, just you walk after get him. up, yeah. yeah, and just walk walk away. Yeah, yeah, those are my only two complaints, uh, and I also. I guess if I had to really pick it apart, I would say they uh, they should have brought the the black kid from the farm in earlier. Yeah, I I mean he was a he was a part of the movie early on, but he didn't like group up with the other for a kid while until later on. And it works in the original because if anyone haven't hasn't seen the original '90s thing, it it goes it's a full four hours and it goes back and forth between the kids and the adult version the, the entire time. So you get to see him as an adult and kind of get some of his backstory there. But in this movie, it's kind of like part one. Oh, they said chapter one. So it's just kids. But he doesn't come in with the group for a while. So like we're missing, you know, we're missing him for part of the movie. Missing half the movie. Dude, that light is fucking up your camera. (laughs) What's that? That light is fucking up your camera. You look normal, and then you look like Jesus, and then you look normal, and then you look like Jesus. Let's <laughs> go back yeah. and forth. I mean, it's, what do you expect? Mopar Christ. Um, <laughs> cripes. Um, <clears throat> I can't think of anything else. Um, I liked it. I, mean, I want to go see it again. <laughs> so the graphics, they were pretty smooth. Uh, I didn't think they were too outrageous uh, outside of the two that you said. Mm-hmm. Um the whole like underground layer thing was okay. The floating kids kind of threw me off a little bit. Like I thought there might be another way to present those kids. Like even if they were like up against the wall, like stuck to the wall or something. But like the whole floating thing, like why? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's uh, Tommy Boy said that it's just kind of a creepy line that the clown says. Like they didn't need to literally be floating. Right. Like it's just kind of creepy because that doesn't it doesn't make any sense, and you're a clown what? in a sewer about to bite the arm off a child, and you say we all float down here. That's just creepy in its own right. You don't need to like explain it or justify just, it with having but, corpses like floating like it's goddamn Willy Wonka. I well yeah that's funny as fuck. <laughs> uh, I assumed he meant floating as in like it's a sewer. You're gonna float down here down like through the sewer system. Yeah. Um. I, I just these these are very small critiques yeah, on it. Very, it, it doesn't it, doesn't really detract you from the movie, which is good. It's it's probably one of my top five horror films. Yeah, it jumped right up in the in the rank quickly. Let's do let's do top three. Even if it doesn't, if the movie it doesn't hit top three, what what are your top three horror films? <sighs> it's hard to pick, man. No problem with horror movies is unless it's something off the wall like uh, Devil's Rejects or something. Once you watch it like three or four times, you really can't watch them again because you know where all the scary shit is. So it doesn't really scare you, you know? Unless you just downright enjoy it, which is a different thing altogether. But um, I think I'd probably say... (sighs) I could do five. I I don't know if I could do three. I don't know if I can do three. I'll do three real quick. Okay. Um, The Conjuring. The Shining. And uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Interesting. I was going to say... I love the original Exorcism, but it's a little... It's quite a bit dated. Yeah. And like the uh, plot of it and 
all the scenes are great, but it's like takes forever. Uh, it, it is a very long movie, yeah. uh, but it has a great build. But if they could remake it like the exact way and just update it, that'd be great. Because like, I'm surprised Turner's- no one has yet. Well, yeah, Hollywood's but, obsessed uh, with the remakes nowadays. I'm surprised no one's done like the a new like The Exorcist. Um, Exorcism of Emily Rose freaks me the fuck out. Uh-huh. It's it really does, and I don't know what it is. Well, part of it is we went to high school with an Emily Rose. That is so, true. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's kind of kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, for whatever reason, that movie's always stuck with me. And I'll watch it like tonight. I could watch it. And I'd still be like, dude. Because she, okay. So just to give you an idea, I just turned into Jesus Mopar. Now I'm back. I was going to say, now you're Mopar Mopar. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to give you an idea, if you haven't seen that movie, I mean, she, obviously she gets possessed just like any other fucking exorcism movie. But she like freaks out, runs out to the barn. The animals are going fucking crazy. And the devil, like there's demons that can possess people. And it's the actual devil that possesses her. And she goes out to the barn and she starts screaming in like random languages and like bending in different ways. And then she looks at him and starts going one, two, three, four, five, six. And there's like, I guess there's six people that like are supposed to be controlled by demons that did terrible things throughout human history. And then she goes, one, I'm this guy, Nero, who fucked over his best friend. Two, I'm this guy, whatever. And at the end, she goes, and I'm the, I'm Lucifer in the flesh. And she fucking Fuck. screams it. I'm just like, I'm done. Turn the fucking thing off. I remember that. For, I remember that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, creepy, it, man. Fucking crazy. That's creepy. I'm going to do five and I'm going to say the new It, The Conjuring, Exorcism of Emily Rose, uh, Paranormal Activity, and The Shining. Very, very similar. So three See, of mine I, I, are the same as yours. If 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 House of a Thousand Corpses wasn't as funny, I would put it up there. Well, it's <laughs> funny too and I just put it up there. Maybe I should... But that's like, it it, it it is funny in like conversation. House of a Thousand Corpses is funny because like, what are you, a news reporter for the Daily Asshole? And then he's fucking shitting all over himself. I'm like, dude, I can't fucking handle this. This, this whole scene is fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, that, sh- that that would be up there if it, if it made sense. Um, I don't know. And there's probably a few that I might be missing. And not the fucking fly, man. And not thinking of like if I watched it a while ago and it just it's not in my head. Uh, All right, let me let me let me do. I'm gonna search a, a list. Best. I feel like we've uh, done this before. I remember we had one episode that we had we did this before, and I downloaded like a bunch of horror movies afterwards to watch, and I watched like one of them. All right. So do you want to do IndieWire best twenty uh, or uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes probably makes the most sense. Would okay, you just, just search best horror movies? Yeah. Uh, number 80 is The Conjuring. So it's way the fuck down there. That's shitty. Uh, it's going to make me go through all these. There's okay. also Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the last. So this is the top 10. Oh, these are terrible. Wait, this is not right. The Shining is 77. 93% score, but it's 77. You know what's ridiculous? This that's, a bad, is, uh, that's not a good list. Sorry, guys. Yeah, this is a bad list. The top 10 can... uh, Nothing's newer than like 1960. Do IMDb. Alien is in the top eight. Yeah, see, with some of these lists, they get fucking... They get weird with that. And then also, like they throw stuff in like Scream, which is kind of a good... It's a good movie, but it's 
I don't know. We must have a different criteria because it's not creepy. It's just like one of those fucking college kid movies and then someone's getting killed. I do have to mention, so at the top, the very top of the best horror films on Rotten Tomatoes is Get Out. I just saw that in IMDb as well. Get Out. It's number three. We got to see that. We got to go see that. Travis said we should. Tommy Boy said we should. Yeah. We got to see that shit. Yeah, man. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Like the nine out of the top 10, I've never heard of. Get Out is the one that I've heard of and I haven't seen. Um, Baba Duke is also on here. I think I was accidentally drunk when I watched that, so I wasn't scared. I was falling asleep, but I'd like to see that again. Conjuring 1 and 2 are both really good. Man, there was one movie. Oh, it's Ethan, the- Ethan Hawke that I saw in theaters, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. The Ring? No. The Ring's pretty good. But I've seen The Ring like like eight times, so it's not scary anymore. That's the problem. The Ring is good, though. No, it's one... Uh, Insidious was kind of good. I need to watch that again. The first one. I need, I need to watch that again. I'm telling you, anything with a uh, an exorcism in it, it yeah. freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, there was one that came out that was like... Handful of sneakers, bye. Oh, uh, Nicole asked you if that was uh, Sierra Nevada. It is, and it's fucking delicious. It's it's a solid beer. It's one of the this solidest is- beers. The solidest. One of the, the solidest. The most solidifying. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, enough talking about horror movies. We are getting in close to uh, Halloween, though. So maybe we'll do a horror movie episode or something. We did one last year with Butterclone. Randomly. Wasn't planned, but it happened. I mean, um, we are getting... We're, we're already fucking halfway through September. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jesus, yeah. man. Last Jedi's in three months. Oh, my God. And we haven't got a trailer yet. Oh, my God. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I'm I'm salty as hell about that, man. Like, come on. I kind of figured they would wait till yesterday, the opening day for the NFL. Nothing. I I because oh, that's sworn. that's when. Uh, so for uh, Force Awakens, that's when the the tickets went on sale. Was in that same time period. This goddamn fly. <laughs> it's still here, unless there's more of them. Anyways, yeah, I I need a trailer, man. I need that trailer. What the hell? Tell me. Where's it at? <laughs> Describe we're gonna to, it. We're going to have to pull a Fanboys and go break into Lucasfilm and get the trailer. Guys, if you guys haven't seen Fanboys, the movie Fanboys, go fucking buy it. Pay $30 for it. I don't give a fuck. It's get it in Blu-ray because you need to see all the dick jokes in HD. It's fucking amazing. You need to see the dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to them. You need to hear. You see them. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what the fuck that trailer is, man. It's pissing me off, though. All right. So uh, let's end the horror film thing. All right. Um, so official rating of it out of 10. You know what I thought of? We mentioned on one of the other episodes about rating other things like we rate the beer. I think I want to do that because it makes the most sense. Because I'm not a okay. film critic. I'm not going to give it a 9.21. I don't but do that the, shit. The, the, the only thing I have to say about that is... Even though there's a lot about a beer flavor that you can rate, there's a quadrillion times more things that you can rate. You could absolutely love the film, That's but true. if it was just like Eminem, you know, music in the background the whole time, I would I hate it. I would have hated it. Like Suicide Squad? Yes. Um, <laughs> Suicide Squad gets a zero. You ha- have you seen it? We saw it together, ass. At the same time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it, it gets a three out of three. 
Three stars. Everyone needs to go see it. I agree. I guess if you're like really scared of horror movies, there's people that don't see horror movies no matter what. They're not going to go not, to movies anyways. I wouldn't even say it was that scary. That's it was just was, great. It was a great fucking movie that was yeah. creepy. Fuck. That's what I was telling the wife. I was like, if there is one horror movie that you could actually see and that wouldn't like trip you out psychologically, it's probably it. Because it's just a monster clown. Man, ring the bell. <laughs> ring the bell on me, you motherfucker. All right. Um, I give it a three out of three. I, I agree. Three out of three. I don't think it was perfect, but I don't, I really, on, really truly honestly, I don't know how much you could have got. How much better it could have gotten. Yeah, how much better it could have gotten. Yeah. Um, oh, Zach, Takaris is watching Fanboys right now. Uh, turn it <laughs> off. We got to, hey, he said fucking our, straight, stream that shit. I need to see it. He said our intro music always makes him want to watch Fanboys, which is perfect. That's why I did that. Anyways, uh, yeah, so three out of three for it. Everyone go see it now. Let's, now that we've complained about the episode eight trailer, let's dive into some Star Wars shit. I am salty as hell. We don't have a trailer. <laughs> let's go back to zero out of three stars on the trailer because we ain't got it. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> something that dropped a day or two after our last episode, uh, Colin Trevorrow is off of episode nine. We haven't talked about that yet because it happened right after we recorded. So, so who, uh, is who is he? I don't know what he's... Just like Ryan Johnson and just like the brothers that were on the Han Solo thing, I don't know what he's done besides this. But he was slated along with J.J. and with Ryan Johnson to do a Star Wars movie. He was slated for nine and uh, Kathleen Kennedy booted him the fuck out of the shit. She's pissed. She's not having it. <laughs> Someone's doing something wrong. You know, um, I, 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 I trust in her, but I sometimes I feel like just let people do what they need. You hired these people for a reason. Let them, because I feel like, all right, if you're, just to put it in perspective, if, you, if you're in charge of it and you're, make, and you're making a movie and you see, I don't know, you, you see them making a scene with Pennywise in it and there's supposed to be a bunch of CGI behind him, mm-hmm. but you don't, you don't know that. And as they're filming it, you're like, this scene's fucking weird. You can see the fucking, you know, 2013 Prius in the fucking background <laughs> driving down the street. And you're like, well, wait, like, I'm, we're going to be doing more shit. And then you're like, no, 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 I don't get it. You're the fuck out. No, no, <laughs> I don't no, think no, it no goes Prius like that. In my shit. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, let, let the artists be an artist and fucking finish. I mean, there's a reason you chose them. Yeah. Now, so you- and now if, if they just really, truly aren't doing their job, I get it. But it's, I don't understand how... Like three people every movie are not good enough. I know. Like, you're out. Uh, you you spell Jedi wrong and all and, and fuck you. And it's just like, just let them do their Say job. Princess Leah on accident. Now on, on the other hand, I don't want anyone fucking up Star Wars. So That's I true. if they aren't 100 percent perfect, very true. I get it. Very true. So there are obviously two sides to this story because if they would have, if she would have left those brothers in charge. And there was Jar Jar's running around with, you know, Gungan dicks hanging out. I, I don't know, man. Know, now we got Porgs. Porgs. I did. I, I posted something on uh, Instagram. People fucking freaked out. I said, look, I like Porgs are cute as fuck. But if they save the fucking day, I fucking swear. Yeah. Porgs cannot take down Kylo Ren. As long as that doesn't happen. It's fine. Just like they're not they're not affected by the force. And also they, they can't <laughs> die. And they defeat everyone with uh, hearts of love. It's like the Isilmeri like, that Thrawn used to have. Just the force just doesn't happen by them. And then they just run up and just fucking claw people to death. You know, I had a lot of pushback because in in uh, like my uh, my uh, what, what do you ca- caption for the that 
post, I said, yeah. I don't I don't need a repeat of Ewoks. People right. were like, oh, the fucking Ewoks are sweet. And I'm like, look, I have nothing against the actual Ewoks. They're cuddly, fact, but they're not awesome. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have nothing, absolutely nothing against the Ewoks. Good. Except for the fact that they defeated the 501st yeah. with fucking balsa wood. Like, what the fuck is happening? You just squished the 501st. <laughs> I took apart a chair and just chucked the fucking... Pieces of exactly. wood at people. That's exactly yeah. what happens. There's an ATST <laughs> walking through, destroying, and they fucking trip it with, you know, yeah. with dreadlocks off the back of the fucking main Ewok. Yeah. Like, what, what is happening? I think that might be a situation of, I don't know, do they create the 501st like after in Legends? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. That may be an issue of that. Anyways, back to the, the director thing. I agreed with you and I said the same thing for, um, when we were discussing the Han Solo bullshit. I was like, if you hired them, let them do the thing. You know, you you, may, you, you picked them because they were creative and they had this vision. But I, f- I think if it's happening again, it might be a situation where like, they planned all this shit out in like 2013 or 2014 before they brought it all back. And after Force Awakens came out, things started to change and then they had to do shit differently with Rogue One and then more shit changed and they see the fan reaction. They see what's doing well, what what's working and what's not. And like maybe they just had to completely change directions with where they thought it was going. And obviously, uh, Carrie Fisher passed away. That threw a wrench in some of the gears too. So I chalk it up to, if it's happening this frequently, I think they tried to plan out six movies at one time and they kind of need to plan out one or two at a time as time goes on so they can adjust more quickly to what's happening, what the reactions are, and how they're going to do the movie. I... Uh... <clears throat> I mean, basically, Kath- Kathleen Kennedy just needs to understand if Revan's not in the movie, canon. Get rid of every fucking buddy. Unless they're redoing KOTOR or doing a KOTOR movie, just can it. Get yeah. rid of everybody. Wipe yeah. it clean. If we were on the board of Lucasfilm, it'd be pretty much that. Ka- Kathleen, you got two movies, a third's coming out. Where's Revan? Come on. Where's Revan? <laughs> You're halfway even- through your new goddamn segment of Star Wars, and there's no Revan. You're fine. You know, you know what would be fucking epic? Tell me about it. Is if if Luke Skywalker, guys, if he if he had if he found the fucking diary of Revan, <laughs> the diarrhea of Revan, <laughs> the diary of Revan. Luke needs to be get like, Revan's holocron and train like Bane and fucking kill people. Just be like fucking year BC nineteen seventeen fourteen. <laughs> be like this Tuesday, Ma- Malik fucking shaved his head. He looks like a bald bitch. He needs to fucking quit his goddamn bowling lessons. I'm getting shit of it. <laughs> fucking tired of that shit. <laughs> I'm going to cut his chin off if he doesn't get his shit together. I'm about to, I'm about to go to the dark side. I've had enough of this fucking tattoo ass having head. <laughs> well, I know. Uh, so speaking <laughs> of uh, speaking of Hamill and things, finding shit. What kind of a, audio mess up was that? I, it was playing some video that I pulled up. It's you a, know what? Ads fuck. Fuck it. Um, there's a video on Instagram of Mark spinning around a fan lightsaber, like a toy lightsaber, and talking about he says something along the lines of, let me just play it for you. He stops singing it. Well, I know. <laughs> we go to classes and that's all we do. They go, let's do the lightsaber. He says, we go to classes and that's all they do is let's do the lightsaber drill. The lightsaber drill. Like he's talking oh, he's, about he's like he was... wielding a lightsaber. That's what... Fuck. That's what we think. I don't know. He's spinning around like he knows what he's doing. <clears throat> he hasn't touched that shit in 30 years. So this is something I have to bring up. Bring it up. <clears throat> And there's there's probably a lot of fans of this guy and a lot of fucking haters. 
You're talking about kind Mark of, Hamill? I'm kind of, well, yeah. Uh, Kyle Katarn. Ah, uh, fuck that guy. Is, he's kind of during this age, though. I think I just got to the point where when it was Legends and Expanded Universe, I just didn't want another white dude with brown hair being an awesome Jedi. <laughs> I think that's why I'm, prej- I'm racist against Kyle Katarn. For that reason only. I was just sick of it. I just wanted to bring in some new awesome fucking characters. Yeah. But we'll you did see. play the shit out of the Jedi Knight games. So you have a, that, a better a better uh He's the the one thing I I, I don't I'm not a fan of word, Kyle Katarn. I'm not a fan of him, but the, the character oh itself God. is interesting because he you don't ever see someone that, like becomes a Jedi is very powerful and then leaves that shit and actually goes around and is like a smuggler instead because he's like, look, that fucked up my life. I can't live by those rules. I need to go do my own thing. Yeah. So he actually like, I don't know how, I forget how he did it, but he actually gave up the force. He couldn't, he couldn't like control it anymore. That's a little silly. And then part, that's part of one of the, the uh, games is he actually goes back to the Valley of the Jedi to like reclaim the force so he can use it again. Um, and that's like he goes back through like learning things, and he he uh, con- uh, um, Luke like helps him out, teaches him, and like puts him through trials to make sure he's still worthy of like wielding a lightsaber and shit. So, right, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I I don't know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> of all the things that come from Legends that could show up in the new canon, I think definitely should be Revan. Um, I'm gonna call it right now. There's a spoiler alert, guys. Let's do it. Mopar just figured something out. Prediction alert. And in, in episode eight, Snoke's gonna be talking to Kylo, looking down on him, and he's gonna say, "Kylo, I am your father. Am a new character. I'm not. I'm no one. There's no Snoke theory. Shut the fuck up. I am myself. <laughs> fuck you. Hey man, I like Plagueis. I'm glad he's in canon now. Makes me happy. <laughs> I don't know about the Snoke, man. I don't know. Are we? Should we, can we want to go into Theory Squad Pod real quick? No. No. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> no, let's do it. I um. Yeah, he's either brand new with no background that matters. I mean, Ryan has said in statements, he plays. He's a character that plays a part that has to do with Kylo Ren in the story. He's integral to the storyline. It doesn't matter where he comes from. Of course, no fan wants to hear that. He said the same with Ray's parents. Like. Ray's journey and how she views herself in the situation of the galaxy is a lot more important than the actual people that her parents were. Which, yes, I get from a character perspective. Of course, that makes sense. I agree with you, man. Yeah, thank you for putting that out in plain words for us. But we're fucking Star Wars fans. I wonder who her parents are. <laughs> and I wonder who Snoke is. Is he Plagueis or not? Just say yes or no. So I Star don't know, Wars, man. Star Wars is about family. That's the, the, the fucking core of all Star Wars. Leia says it in that behind-the-scenes reel from Comic-Con. Or cel- yep. whatever the fuck it was. D23. Yeah, she says the thing is that it's about family. I don't know, man. I, I think Snoke's background is important because if he's the one that's training Kylo Ren, he has to have some fucking knowledge or some skills or some both to be able to train potentially one of the strongest people. He's a Skywalker and a Solo. Like, he got a... Man, how did he seduce that guy? How did Snoke seduce our son to the dark side? How did that happen? <laughs> Who is he? Where did he come from? I, I, my my theory of uh, at least his background, his character, not even like who he is, but what he's been through is that... 
somehow I got really excited because re- I thought I was out of beer, but I'm not. Go ahead. Is somehow the rebellion fucked over whoever Snoke used to be, and he was in a shitty situation where it could have been like Saw Guerrera's people, which they were so brutal, did something wrong where a lot of innocents were like killed or murdered. Maybe Snoke's entire fucking family were murdered by Saw's people, and he was like the last burning fucking melt man alive and he got out of there and just fucking hated the rebellion with a passion what happened guys that's my the theory the last I mean, burning milkman alive <laughs> what did you say milkman oh jesus no I, I that, that's a typical um, uh, movie villain storyline so I think that would fit like he ended up being on the wrong planet during the Clone Wars or during the uh, Galactic Civil War, the rebellion fucked it up, and then he either joined the Empire or like the Empire crumbled and he had an opportunity to like slip in and take over things. That's like a straight storyline for uh, for a villain in a movie. And I keep going back to these like these myths, these character lines, and these plots and things that keep replaying themselves because they make sense because they're impactful. That's the reason that we had Starkiller Base and a Death Star and why Episode 7 is just like 4 is because the story fucking works. Well, did you get... Um, did you finally get through... No. Um, no. That book? No, I couldn't. It wasn't... It's not written that well. I could. I had to... No. But that's, that's kind of making me think like they're trying to get you on the perspective of the Empire where they... they <sighs> I agree with Kerner, Lord Kerner. Oh my uh, on God. One, on one point, I don't think where, we've ever said that phrase ever. Well, hear me out because he's wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, just the fact, shit. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Outside of the Emperor, which I think the Emperor knows he's evil, I, I, I really truly do. But outside of the Emperor, like all of the Empire, all of the stormtroopers, I think they think they're doing good. They're they're not like evil troops. They're not fucking. You know, just murderers. Even Darth Vader <sighs> thinks he's doing good. He's he thinks he's protecting his galaxy. Yeah. If you can I, agree I, that Darth Vader thinks he's doing good, then I think that supports my argument that Palpatine thinks he's doing the greater good. No, because Palpatine is the puppet master that's going to back to the front. You will do what I say when I say back to the front. We should put the entire Master Puppets album on behind the Star Wars scenes. In specific order, and it would fit. Uh, there is that. I maybe shared it. I shared it to you. I th- no. I seriously think. Um, what do I seriously think? Lost my train of thought. Palpatine. Oh yeah, you could have an entire like college ethics course about Palpatine. An entire you semester could. about Palpatine. I don't think and I, his I, ethics. I, I, do I? Th- uh, so this is a tr- tricky situation because do I think he's pure dag nasty evil? No, no, but I do think he's power hungry for himself, and he's so selfish that he'll do evil things to gain power. But Anakin so, you know, is pure dag nasty evil. No, he's not. It's just a fact. It's just a fact, <laughs> dude. I I don't think Darth Vader. That's he was playing the game, and the best way to play the game was to become as powerful as you can be to protect the galaxy. Mm, yeah, so I he, can see that. So so he took. Because uh, he learned all he could from the Jedi Council. It's also Especially. confluxed by Palpatine's machinations. 
Well, true. And that's that's the other, like, the conniving, like, mind-fucking yeah. part of Sidious yeah. is why he's evil. Because he's doing that to get for his own gains. Yeah, I mean, I could see an argument for both. And that's why would, we don't stop talking about killing, it. I wouldn't say he's killing people and trying to murder the Rebellion to be evil. He's doing that so he remains in power. Which is evil. Yeah, but he thinks he needs to remain in power in order to do some real shit. Again, I can see an argument for both. Both ways. Yeah, I, I, can, see I, I can see the argument for both, but one of them's wrong. The important part is that I execute Order 66 and I kill all the Jedi. Or I, you know, help kill all the Jedi. I was, I was a long time ago. Mopar, Mopar killed Revan, I think. Um, then my goddamn lieutenant missed that shot on Kenobi and pissed about it. <laughs> Fire! Thought oh, you missed. <laughs> He didn't know Obi-Wan Kenobi could swim. He's been taking him swimming <laughs> lessons. His back, he has a mean backstroke, guys. He, you better watch out. Oh, God. Spent all that time on Naboo. He knows what he's doing in the water. Um, so, all right. Actually, this, so this is, this is a straight-up question. It, where is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi from? What planet? Uh, that's a good question. We know what we need to do is have um, Wikipedia. We need to have Stupendous Wave like on retainer. So we can just like a like a lifeline and fucking who wants to be a millionaire? So we can just dial up Stupendous. Hey Stupendous, where's Obi-Wan from? Naboo. All right, thanks, man. It's not Naboo, obviously. Search. Kenobi. Boom boom boom. Alright, I'm pissed. Alright. Obi-Wan Kenobi. So <laughs> he's from. <laughs> he's from. Like a fucking Game of Thrones town. Uh, he is from Stu John. Stu John Snow. Stu John. Fucking people named John making stew. That is where Obi Wan is from. <laughs> That's what it says. Good gravy. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, I never heard that before in my life. Uh, so Kenobi is uh, is Stu Janese. Whatever. He's a he's a Stuganite. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Well, like what city? Like Bean Soupsville or what happened? Wedding Soupstown. Wedding Soupstown. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. He's from Stugen. 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 That's it. I've never heard that before. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's it. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's canon. Legends says same thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Ridiculous. <laughs> all right, that's on Instagram. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that that makes no sense to me at all. He's just yet another human force sensitive in the galaxy, among millions and millions and millions. While we're talking about Star Wars and shit. Um, so now that Colin Trevorrow has left the whole Lucasfilm thing, everyone's wondering who's going to direct episode nine. Some people say Ryan Johnson, do it. He actually took his name out of the running. I don't think there was an official running. I assume like they've already hired someone and just haven't announced it. But Ryan Johnson said he's not directing episode nine. Uh, some people want Lucas to do it. Why? I, <laughs> Star Wars, man. He invented the whole shit. So it's all up in the air. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. It's going to be weird. Uh, Empire Magazine. We talked last last episode or two episodes ago with all of the 
um, Vanity Fair stuff, the new images, the new storylines, the interviews and stuff with the uh, the cast of Last Jedi. Empire Magazine is the next one. And it started with an awesome cover art. Did you see that? Of Ray handing the lightsaber to Luke and it's Luke's mechanical hand, Terminator mm-hmm. 2 style. Yeah. Fucking detailed too. That was one of the most like intense things I've seen. Like if you look at the detail on Luke Skywalker's mechanical hand, it is intense. But anyways, so that that's out. My why, do you, why, why do you say that? Why? Well, look at the look at the picture. Well, we got to see the the cover of the fucking magazine. This didn't take me in the right spot. I'm gonna search it up. Empire Magazine, Star Wars. Google is Lord your friend. Vader. Yeah. Yeah, so the cover image. Wait for it. Wait for it. Or maybe I can't find it. Is that? (laughs) It's not showing up anywhere. All right. Empire Star Wars. Let's see. Click on news. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, this has got a different one with Ray and uh, Luke back to back. Yeah, that's, that's the one I saw. It was the wrong one. Anyways, yeah. So if you just look at the detail on his robot hand, just intense, man. It just looks it looks it looks awesome. It looks like the Terminator hand from Terminator 2. Like the one in the little cylinder that he has to destroy so that no more Terminators get made in the future. Even though they get made in the future. <clears throat> and it's the mind fuck of time travel. No, I just thought it was cool. I don't read magazines, I didn't get the thing. It just it's a really cool image and I thought it was amazing how much detail they put into that simple thing where it's just Ray handing off the lightsaber to Luke. And it's a, obviously it's a cover story and everything, but just the the detail that they put in that shit is just is is awesome. Have you seen one the, uh, I love Star Wars. The, the Photoshop meme where she's handing his hand back to him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn! I know they found your lightsaber on Bespin, but they found your hand too, bitch. It's all rotten. Kept, it smells kind of funny. Kept that shit purified. <laughs> uh, right. Where's the fucking trailer? I know. Is it Seriously, coming out right where's the trailer? Uh, also, some random things. Joseph Glenny Kravitz, as you have been known to say, <laughs> is uh, is going to voice an alien in episode eight. Joseph Glenny Kravitz, also known as Robin in The Dark Knight Rises. So that'd be cool. Uh, obviously, no details on that shit. Forces of Destiny. More episodes coming out next year. Compilation episodes are being made of the episodes that are already out. If anyone's episodes a force of, of episodes, episodes of episodes, and a force of forces of destiny fan, um, I thought it was pretty cool. I like that they, like Star Wars, seems to now have a range from infant to old person in terms of different kinds of content. Like, there's but it's some, keeping it separate is the hard thing. Like forces of destiny might be separate, like. Though. Say that again. Not necessarily separate. Just I'm 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 not gonna it's waste my time sitting there watching Rebels, and I understand the only reason I would is to know what's canon. Yes, I don't. Give, I really don't care about Rebels. I don't. I really okay. don't. It's okay. For how how well made it it is, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I really don't. I'm gonna say it again. I don't care, guys. I don't care because People I don't. Are pissed. I just. Let, let's bring back Darth Maul. Oh, he has crab legs still. Well, we'll get rid of those and we'll put, eh, we'll give him crab legs again. Fuck it. And then they're just like, oh, we'll make him pissed off still. But also, 
He's not. He'll be a different character, but he obviously dies on Tatooine. I was going to say, something. yeah, oh, he's smart. Oh, he's, he's kind of doing some pretty cool things. Oh, Kenobi? Okay, no, he just ruined everything. Nope. Dead in five seconds. What a waste. What a waste, guys. Anyways. How are you going to be? You're, you are the most, like, badass swordsman of all time. And Kenobi literally goes, downstroke, fuck, you're dead. Like, what happened? It's all those Maz Eisley IPAs he had. He knows what's going on now. He didn't know what to expect. <laughs> he saw t- he saw he saw fucking two Darth Mauls. He swung at one of them. Yeah, and it was, and it was the actual one. So I do think it's cool that Star Wars can span a giant gap of generations. I think that's one of the coolest things about Star Wars and why it's so big is that it can go from little kids all the way up to old people that saw the originals. There's something in there for everybody. I think it's cool. I don't really like Force of Destiny. It's a little too much of a PSA for me. Like, be nice to your friends. Like, that's that kind of oh. thing. Okay. I only watched like one or two episodes. And I was like, okay, I get this. It's just a cute cartoon. It's like a PSA. It's like the old G.I. Joe PSAs before they got dubbed over. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, uh, but Star Wars. Even if someone's it, it, mean to you, you better be nice to them. That's it. Literally. That's it. Watch have, it. You don't have to be. You can kill young Watch it. You know. And there are, we're not the type of show to watch Forces of Destiny. Even if someone's mean to you, you better get drunk and kill them. <laughs> With a lightsaber. Kill younglings. <laughs> if they're younger than you, you're probably stronger than them. So kick right. them in the head it's and stab right. them. <laughs> uh, Netflix is not going to be posting new movies or shows from Star Wars or Marvel. Uh, because Disney is launching a new streaming service in 2019. So Disney movies, Marvel, Star Wars, all of their other licensed properties and everything else, they're going to have their own streaming service for that, which is... Say it. Sorry, there was God a gas leak. damn it. I, I, I fixed it. There was a gas leak. I don't know what happened. Guys, go ahead. I, I, I interrupted you. It's I was thought you had something important to say, but I should have known better. The uh, Sorry, I, It's kind yeah, of annoying because... Go ahead. Because people that have Netflix and like are uh, dedicated to Netflix... We kind of want that stuff to stay on there. Like Force Awakens and Rogue One was on there for a while and Clone Wars and everything, obviously. But it's cool that if Disney's having their own thing, that means we're going to have all the Disney movies that almost never come out for sale are all going to be on a streaming service. Maybe not all at once. So we can see Horace and Jasper. I fucking drive not a goddamn. And I want to hear that Great Dane roar. (laughs) I cannot wait to see all the more nominations. I love that. Favorite, Favorite Disney movie. I think we've done that before. Can we do that? Top three D- Disney movies real quick? Probably the... It's probably Hunter and Almations, Aladdin, and Lion King. Yeah. Game over. That's it. <laughs> 90s kids. That's it. That's the only three you can pick. The only one that I would put up there, which it, it's not... It's all nostalgia because it's not even that great of a movie. Because I grew up with uh, Robin Hood. Mm. Which was... It's like made in like late 70s. It's really awkward. There's like flying snakes and shit. It's kind of <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's completely nostalgic. Uh, outside I'd, of that, Lion King. Um, I had Fox and the Hound for that. It was another one that I watched. What is it? Uh, Fox and the Hound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yep, about. Yep. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I actually watched that probably the most out of all of them. Because I don't think I owned... Lion King or Aladdin? Mm. Uh, I know I I, I owned uh, 101. I'm gonna have to I might have to bump down Stop Lion King for Beauty and the Beast. Like Beauty and the Beast. 101 animations. Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. I'm not putting putting Beauty. And the I Beast did. I put it. There it is. 
It's happening. I, uh, let's go with uh, 101 Dalmatians, Lion King, and Skyrim. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, it's Disney. So, uh, Star Wars Episode 7, 101 Dalmatians, <laughs> and Captain America Civil War. We're good. And Episode 3. Um, <laughs> and all of them. Um, uh, so, n- that's kind of a segue, even though I accidentally said Skyrim as a fucking joke, but you- you're getting back into oblivion now. Yeah, I, so I had the thought, do you know how smell is like the strongest trigger for a memory? I've never heard that. I haven't I haven't smelled that before. <laughs> do you know what I'm yes. talking about, though? You yes, goddamn yes. asshole. It, it tra- yeah, it's, it's uh, for whatever re- reason, uh, it's like your most memory-sensitive sense. Yeah. Yes, out of your five senses, obviously. I think it's probably, probably that and then like auditory stuff. Like probably sense and then music. No. Or like the two biggest triggers for memories and like feelings and stuff. Yeah. Sight, sight is mine. If I look at a beer, I'd be like, I remember drinking that. And then <laughs> if I hear certain songs, I'm like, I know exactly where I am when I heard that for the first time or like an important moment. And then it's I'll, the same I'll, with I'll like smells for some reason. Because I, I will link uh, albums to parts of my life. Yeah, for sure. Like and justice, it's like belligerent, uh, fucking high school, and then I was I got into heavier stuff. So like Opeth, um, Ghost of Perdition album. Yeah, I used to walk by myself uh, at my tech school to Myers, which was open twenty four hours to buy beer, um, and I would walk by myself with and just fucking blast. Long story short, yes, I understand. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, BT Bam Colors is my sophomore year of college, one hundred percent. Anyways, yeah, so some smell triggered me to think of Oblivion. Elder Scrolls Oblivion, if you aren't familiar. Um, I don't know where it came from exactly. I can't remember now. I just remember that it popped in my head like a week ago. A week ago. And then uh, Tommy Boy texted me yesterday. I was like, it just popped in Oblivion, man. Memories. And then we were in a group chat, and then Pat popped in Oblivion too. And I was like, well, shit. And then I got home, and I was like, I'm popping in Oblivion too. Now that it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One. So, long story short, long story long, longer. We're all playing uh, Elder Scrolls 4 again, Oblivion. It's as goofy as I remember. <laughs> it's absolutely silly. It's a pretty great game for a 2005 Xbox 360 launch title, which we were talking about last week. We couldn't remember. We couldn't believe that the Xbox has been out for 12 years already. But uh, it's an awesome game. It's bringing back all the feels. It's fun. Just, I need something to do. Uh, I haven't played much lately since I was caught on the trip and everything. Got back. Didn't really feel in the mood to play Xbox. Then I popped in Oblivion. Uh, speaking of Xbox, have you been sojourning in battle, uh, Battlefield at all? I have and just been getting straight triggered. I either... There's no middle ground when you're not when you're not playing with a group of guys like the Game of There's Thrones. No fucking middle ground. There's no middle ground. You are either the best person on your team and no one's doing a fucking thing, or you're playing against the best team who's doing everything fucking perfectly. You win and you die. Who, dude? I usually, it's it's that's the biggest difference between Call of Duty and and Battlefield. You could do everything right and you're still going to get fucked. If you're playing against a team that's playing properly. Yeah. I went and destroyed two tanks, killed three people. There's still one more guy and they have a spawn point. Good fucking luck. You didn't do shit. Went and killed everyone, took everything, and I still lost. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. (laughs) That's how it sounds sometimes when we're complaining about the game. No, and that's it. That's completely it because no one else is doing shit. While you're attempting to take B, you lost C, D, and E because your teammates are fucktards. I can't handle it. They're just sitting on the hills. They're done. No, they're yeah. They're just laying on they're the sniping. ground. Maybe they're getting a few good kills. Okay, sure, but it's battlefield. 
Yeah, they're, they're, Capture they're trying to, the objective. They're trying to snipe like pilots in 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 the jets, and I'm like, dude, this, this ain't highlight.com. They're, slash- try, they're trying to get those uh, trick shot reels for uh, for YouTube. Oh my so god, they can make I the real money. I can't believe it, dude. <laughs> I, I and I do have to give myself a shout out. I. I felt like I lost my touch with the straw, especially like those crazy ones, like around buildings and shit. Sad. Uh, so this, the, you, I'm going to lose a lot of you guys here. So between uh, on the Xbox one, between a and B on Shanghai. Yes. So a is in that parking garage, right? I was, well, I just took B. I was running towards the parking garage and I came around that one building that, and looking straight at a, and I saw a sniper and he, I heard cut, cut, cut. And I, he missed me. So I backed up around the thing. I shot my straw around the corner and just turned. I mean, that was the luckiest shot. And I got him. Dude, I teabagged my entire <laughs> oh life. Oh, my God. Do you save I the can't. clip? I hope. I Yeah, I think I did. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what you do with that thing. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, I haven't got I haven't got a, a a helicopter in a while. It's kind of fucking pissing me off. It's like me playing uh, Mass Effect Three multiplayer. And Dude, sniping. I just stand just, there and just be like, Commander, pick me back the fuck up, and also kill those fourteen people. And you're like, all right, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I got to play that again, man. I have not. I did not get in um, as hard into Andromeda as I was hoping. The car- uh, the controls are kind of clunky, which I hate to say, um, but I just you know there's been a lot of shit about Andromeda. And Pat liked it. Butterclone liked it. And I was trying to give it a good shot. Um, we played a good amount right when it came out. But I just... I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I've been... I would want to play Mass Effect. So I think I just have to, you know, break down and do some Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Um, uh, I'm, I'm definitely down for that. Because I, I've, I'm literally tapped out on Battlefield 4 right now. Because yeah. I, do, I do everything right. And we lose by 350 points. I'm about to just cut down some younglings. So I miss the waves and, stuff. Yeah, and uh, and I'm uh, I, I obviously just restarted uh, Mass Effect, so I'm I'm creating that. Uh, I ha- I haven't played it probably, mm, probably right. the past week, but um, I'm at least in that mode and mindset. Also, mm-hmm. and I sent that in our group text. I found a custom um, Xbox controller or uh, game controller company that will customize them. And uh, I found an N7 fucking Drangus. And what what are you what, what are you Drangus? Oh, I'm just laughing at the chat. Nicole said she she did have it muted, and then she turned it back on, and she heard I teabagged my entire life. <laughs> 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 I just had me cracking up for a second. Sorry. Oh, um, some of the things. Some of the things. <laughs> What were you saying oh about? Oh my god! How feeling? I don't know. I'm about tea bagging. The know. point is, we're going to play Mass, uh, Mass Effect Three multiplayer soon. Yes, yes. Uh, if you guys are big gamers, while we're on the fucking game fucking issue, I'm going to say fuck again. Um, <clears throat> if you guys are Patreon members, we will add you to our uh, friends list, and you guys can uh, game with us. We're, we're down for anything and all of it, except for eh, probably a couple things because fuck that. Um, so if, if, if you want to help us out and head on over to the Patreon page, uh, dot com slash a bunch of fucking drunks, uh, dot org. That's it. Um, such a good name for a new, a new podcast. Uh, a bunch of drunken fucks dot org. Uh, just yeah. go on over there. I'm not going to say it again. That's we fine. appreciate it's everyone fine. that's uh, helping us out. Go and check it out. 
And you got to be on Xbox to, to join the, the squadron, unfortunately. So, have you heard that, uh, and it's been in fucking talks for the past 14 years. Tell me about it. About them doing a cl- cross-platform online play? I've heard that multiple times. It's not going to happen. It, it's, I agree, and I don't think it will ever happen. I but, would love for it to, but... But, but, but. It's, it's back in the news. Like, Ooh. very, very recently, I've heard Ooh. that it was PlayStation that was holding back on it. Ooh. They they said they, they thought uh, it, w- it wouldn't be worth it. Um, but I guess, yeah, Xbox has reached out to PlayStation once again, and PlayStation uh, supposedly didn't turn them down immediately. So... Um, it's kind of back in the talks, at least. Uh, is it going to happen? Absolutely not. What I'm more excited about is the the Xbox One making the original Xbox games backwards compatible because I want to play this game. Gauntlet Dicks. Yes. I bought this two years ago, <clears throat> not knowing that the 360 did not play this game backwards compatible. And I've just been sitting on it. Because it's hard to find, and I've been wanting to play it forever. And then I heard the Xbox One was uh, making original games playable, and I was super excited. And it was kind of expensive, and we've been raving about this shit for a long time. It's the original Gauntlet Legends for N64. I shouldn't say original. Um, Gauntlet Legends for N64. With a few new levels, better controls, upgraded graphics, and everything. I've been dying to play this game for like two years in a row. Whoa. So soon. <laughs> um, it's happening. We just need to get uh, Commander Lord Kerner down because he, he still has the original fucking Xbox and just play, <laughs> play with him. That is true. That is true. Well, yeah. Last Jedi. The whole crew's going to be back together in three months. Three months, man. And like you said, still no goddamn trailer. Dude, that's... Unforgivable. I was just going to say that. Unforgivable. We're so close. Like you said, last year, or yeah, last year, they were were selling tickets two years ago. They were selling selling tickets tickets for that shit. Right now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should have a Han Solo movie teaser right now for May, for the May release. We should have a teaser of it right now and then a trailer early next year. I wonder if they're that backed up on it. They probably are, man. That they're still finishing like edits right now and perfecting it. And well, they said they were almost done, and then Ron Howard came in, and now who knows how much they have to reshoot and all that shit. I don't know. Anyways, uh, speaking of the Han Solo movie, I guess the Falcon's gonna look different, which is good because I was worried that they were gonna try to pull Rogue One and put the Han Solo movie like in close proximity to Episode Four. So I'm glad that's not happening because the, if the Falcon looks different, that hints to it being an older version of the Falcon. So maybe stock, one... When, uh, yeah, stock version. A stock version or maybe once he won it from Lando before he outfitted it with his... Made a, a special modifications myself. All that shit. So hopefully it hints to it being a, an older movie, which is good. And all the shots that we've seen have been super retro. Like some, It looks like a fucking 70s arcade got thrown into space and that's what we're seeing in the Han Solo movie. <laughs> no. Which I'm not opposed to. If we go back to the roots of Star Wars, I'm not opposed to that. Uh, big things for uh, toy collectors in the Star Wars universe, which is almost everyone, except for you, Mopar. Uh, Hascon, Hasbro Con. They announced the next wave of Black Series stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, big thing for fans is the new Captain Rex Black Series. You know, a lot of people love the clones. 
Clone Wars. Captain Rex looks fucking badass. And it's not the cartoon's face. It's actually Tamara Morrison's face, who was the actor for Django and the Clones in episode two and three. So it looks badass. It releases this month. Um, other things from the Black Series Wave 2 is the Praetorian Guards, which everyone hates. Snoke in his fucking Hugh Hefner bathrobe, like you saw, <laughs> like you <laughs> like posted about. Hugh Hefner, Snoke, Plagueis. Uh, Lando is one that I saw as well. And there's a few other new ones that are coming out that I missed. And then the big one that people are freaking out about is a legit size cosplay helmet of Darth Vader, wearable, Black Series, super high quality. That's coming out early next year. So there was the um, the Poe Dameron X-Wing helmet was a Black Series thing that was released at Force Friday. So the next thing on the, the docket is the Vader helmet, legit quality helmet, which is crazy. But why is that coming out? Because you can fucking put the helmet on and be Darth Vader for a little no, bit. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I agree. It's awesome. But for the fact that episode eight's coming out and that's what you're coming out with is a Darth Vader helmet. I feel like, why didn't you just do it like a Kylo? I agree. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think they just, well, I mean, we also have Lando coming out, who's obviously an old thing. I think they just, for whatever reason, based on maybe popularity or something, they just put things out in waves. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Sorry. I'll drink for you. The beer uh, dongle doesn't work when I'm out of beers. Uh, so that's Hascon. So some awesome new uh, Black Series shit is coming out. Last news that we have for the Star Wars world is that the novel for The Last Jedi is not coming out until March. The, the novel for The Last what? Jedi is in closer proximity to the Han Solo movie than it is to The Last Jedi. They're getting backed up. I think I there, there's got to be something going on where like they're running out of money. And they're not out. running out of money. Here, well, after the fucking goddamn Hurricane Ica went through there and fucked everything up, they probably got Hurricane a- Ica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's expensive to make movies, and I believe it, a, especially to make a, a Star Wars movie every year. Yeah, Dude, I you- mean, hiring industrial light and magic costs as much as some entire other movies costs. That's what I'm saying. And to do it right. Yeah, and not I get, get it. And, and not get bitched at. Yeah. You're throwing hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, they're getting oh. bitched at anyways. That's the problem. Oh. Yeah, that's, that is the problem. <laughs> they No matter what they do. We can talk. Let's talk about that a little bit too. But, but, I don't even know how to formulate words about it because it's so annoying. But I was, um, I've been getting more into board games and tabletop games, miniatures games and shit. I was yeah. talking to some people about some of the new stuff that's coming out and everyone is just 100% this is an unbalanced game. This is bullshit. They can't get anything right. Nothing ever comes out that works. At what point is every single game shit? And why do you still buy every single game? And why do you still play every single game? Like there are some people in fandom that everything is awful. Nothing's good enough. Nothing's ever going to get a 10 out of 10. Nothing is going to live up to your expectations of seeing episode five in theaters when you were eight years old and it was like nothing else ever in the world. Nothing else matters. At at one point, can you like actually enjoy things? You can't. You're a Star Wars fan. You ended that there. Yes! (laughs) That's how I feel about it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. 
Some people just, I guess, you know, you can't make them happy. The problem in fandom and in everything uh, is that the people that are salty as fuck shout louder than everyone else. So it seems like everyone's pissed about Star Wars when in reality it's only like 2% of people. And everyone else is sitting back here waiting for The Last Jedi. Big fans of Rey. Big fans of Kylo Ren. Should I say Jason Solo? Pissed. Ben! Uh, speaking of, Jaina Solo, Legends character is coming out in the new Black Series wave. Jaina Solo in fighter, uh, fighter pilot, in fighter pilot armor and uh, with a purple lightsaber is coming out in the Black Series, the new Black Series. That's fucking crazy. I guess, I think they do, I think that's why Revan came out too. Like they, once per wave, they do a, a fan vote of what everyone wants. And it was Revan, and now it's Jaina Solo. And then they give what everybody needs. Jaina Solo's Ray, by the way, if you haven't figured that out yet. I'm, I'm excited to, to see about that, man. Everyone's going to be screaming and hollering and shouting, wooing and crying in uh, the theater <laughs> in three months when we find out who the hell all these people are that we've been wondering about for a while. I just can't wait until I can sit there and make fun of all the fucking haters of Kylo when Kylo becomes a true badass. And it's not even... <clears throat> I have a feeling we're going to find out something that happened in Kylo's past before the character that we saw in episode seven. That's fucking awesome. Like that, that, uh, force vision that Ray saw Mm -hmm. Kylo just fucking standing over her and, oh, dude, that's some badass shit. And everyone says, oh, he blocked a laser bolt and then he fucking sucked and got pissed. Like, all right, but. Fuck off, because episode eight is going to be awesome. That's pretty much my thoughts on everything I see on Twitter and everywhere else. I hear what you're saying, but also... Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm wondering, too, we can talk about this while I'll ask you a question. Mopar, I got a question to ask you. Do you think that Kylo Ren is going to end up having a redemption story by the end of episode nine? I've already told you. I think he's on. He's undercover boss over here. I I still am not not mad at that theory at all. I'm not mad uh, at that. I think that'd be really cool to see. I you know what could really fuck the day up is if he is doing <laughs> the undercover things. undercover fucking agent stuff, and in him doing that. Ray hates him enough that falls. She falls to the dark side. Actually, there's a mind fuck right there. That would be crazy. Yeah, because then he's like, "Is this even worth it?" Yeah, that'd be crazy, man. Especially and if he Luke, knows like that. Luke, Luke ends up being something. the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Ray, fa- Ray falls to the dark side. I want to see that no matter what. I want to see Luke being the bad guy no matter what. Just think about that though. Kylo is playing the bad guy, mm-hmm. trying to kill Snoke. Ray hates Kylo because she has to, because she's the pure goddess woman lady. Kylo hates Snoke. Snoke Kylo hates, Rey. hates Snoke. Ray hates Kylo. Kylo kills Snoke, playing the bad guy. Ray hates Kylo, turns to the dark side. They basically switch fucking sides, but they've already got their character built up. People already know who they are. So Ray is loved, but she falls to the dark side. So people will still follow her 
Kylo is playing the dark side part, but is the light side guy trying to redeem his own character. Dude, it could get fucking messy real quick. Chewbacca shaves himself. The poor kill Snoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could get it could get fucking hairy. I do hope that Luke is hairy. Yeah. I hope I don't want to say I hope Luke's evil. That's too far. I hope that Luke is towing a line that no one expected. I hope he uh, I've already said it. I hope he finds out something about the Jedi that we weren't supposed to find out. And he like is redeemed by these fucking Jedi ancient diaries that, you know, people weren't supposed to read because no one does that. I uh, think that could be our, obviously not literal, but that could be our reincarnation of Revan in canon. Is a Jedi realizing that the Jedi way is fucked and using both sides of the force, towing the center line or whatever he needs to do for the for the greater good. That could be how we get Revan <laughs> into canon. <laughs> No, I completely agree. It's almost like the Batman theory. He he isn't what you want. He's what you need him to be. He can be the evil guy. You can blame him, but he's going to do the the city good. Yeah. Same galaxy. thing for Luke. He, yeah. The, Luke's going to decide, you know, this ain't good for the galaxy. Me trying to defeat Snoke, it ain't going to happen. Everybody's going to die regardless, blah, blah, blah. So why don't I toe the line, figure out what we what needs to happen and you got to go talk to Bruce Wayne, get a fucking loan because mm-hmm. I, I've been wearing the same fucking robes since episode six and I stink. I need to get some fucking Jedi soap. We got to scrub down <laughs> and we're going to fucking figure this shit out. Give me a new hand oh. while you're at it, bitch. We, <laughs> we got a handful of sneakers over here. It says Luke's got to be on the struggle bus. I think he's in his own mind so much and questioning even like Yoda, he's got to be sitting there and questioning, okay, Yoda told me this, this, and this, and Obi-Wan's force ghosting it up over in this bitch, and yeah. he told me this, this, and this, but both of them lied. They both lied to me. They could have easily said, Vader's your father, but they never did. And I'm over here trying to kill this fuck, and Vader it was the evil guy, the, the most evil guy in fucking cinema history, is over here talking to Luke Skywalker, the best human ever, and says straight up, yeah, I'm your father. They didn't fucking tell you they're supposed to be the good guys. They didn't plan for that. They didn't write it in a script. They <laughs> forgot about he it. He did not pack for that. So I, I, I think there's plenty of room for them to uh, yeah, really sure. play good guy, bad guy. Who the fuck is the guy? <laughs> uh, fuck a certain point of view. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> I think it'd be really great if we could see uh, some, some of the story in episode eight from the point of view of Kylo. Because Kylo in episode seven, I, I, know, I know he's a fan favorite. He's half fan favorite and half fan pissed off bitch fest. Um, but he's cool, but he's the villain. We don't see his point of view a lot of the time. We're always looking at things from Ray or from Finn. I think it'd be really cool if they kind of uh, switch that a little bit in uh, Last Jedi. I think so we can see point. Kylo. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. We can see Kylo struggle, how he's reacting to his father's death, uh, how he's dealing with Snoke, how he's trying to track down Ray. Him flying around that sexy ass tie silencer. I'm just excited. Where's the fucking trailer? I think we found the uh, the title for this episode. Uh, fuck a certain point of view. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Potato sandwich is pretty compelling. <laughs> no, I like fu- fuck a certain point of view. I like it. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. 
this is a longer episode. It's Anything time. else that's going on? Um, not particularly. Um, had some birthday fun this weekend. Um, oh yeah, how did that turn out? I was good. We went to the trap range actually, where my grandpa used to go back in what the day. What is that? Uh, trap range. I don't know if I'm the best person to describe it, but it's uh, so it's trap shooting. So with a 12 gauge shotgun, and they shoot those little clay bird things out of the oh yeah whatever okay. it's called, uh, and then you yeah you try to fucking shoot them. Uh, I got I hit zero. It was great. All my battlefield training amounted to nothing. Um, I was pissed because you're not shooting a target and you can't like adjust. Like a bird, a little clay bird thing flies out in the middle of the air, and then you have to shoot it down. But you can't see where you shot because you're just shooting into the air. So if you miss the thing, you can't tell if you were too high. You don't know how to adjust. Like, how is yeah. the shotgun like actually firing? Is it what's the range? What's the speed? So I was like, I have no idea what's happening. So I missed all those, and then we went to like uh, an actual like downrange gun range with um, targets and, and things. Guns? What? Handguns or rifles? Uh, yeah, handguns for the for the range. I've never I've never shot in a, a handgun. Of oh, a pistol? Yeah, it was fun. It's fun. They had, uh, we added some 22s and uh, nine millimeter. It's fun. I was better at that. I could I could see it. You know, I could aim, shoot, see where the bullet landed, and then adjust. That's what I need yeah. to do. Exactly. That's what I. That's you know. That's what. That's how Battlefield trained me. So that was a lot more fun. But that was cool. Um, little bro got me some more Star Wars Legos. No complaints about that. That's it. Hung out. Fucked around. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck happened. I was at a steam tractor convention. I thought you were gonna say steampunk something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I almost did, but it was it's it's about a hundred years older than that. Steam tractor. You guys gotta realize, steam tractors are from like the 1850s and shit. This yeah. is before like railroads. Was well, like the like the very start of railroad stuff. It's it's like driving your furnace around. No joke. <laughs> this shit. I've never seen one of those in person. That's probably exactly what it's like. It's amazing. It's yeah. It's it. it, it the shit is e enormous. Like tractors are big nowadays, but this stuff's like like dinosaur big, and it barely it barely moves. But you're also like on something that is moving itself, and that was kind of like the first thing that did that. You know. The only other thing that moved itself is you, you fucking hop on a horse and it, it'll move itself. Outside of that, yeah. Or so a they just created, Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, forever. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, that was that was a fucking learning experience. We got... I. It ended up being way too fucking country for me. It's interesting and I like learning that, sit and, uh, that stuff. And I, it's... It's cool. interesting. It, it really is. It's cool to see, but that environment's a little... Oh, it's fucking weird. And yeah. I mean, they got to the point where they were doing lawnmower poles. So I'm sure you know what a tractor pole is, where there's there's like a huge, it, there's a huge sled behind it, and they, and they it's they put like fucking seven Hemi engines on on a tractor, and they pull the sled as far as they can. There's yeah. different classes and everything. I sat there and watched lawnmower poles. <laughs> Did it pull just like fucking fat Uncle Bert on a, on a Dude, trailer they, they behind it? They went like 20 feet and got stuck on, on like, a, you know, a two-inch rock. Pulling like I'm a like, keg or something? 
It, it, it was kind of weird. It was a whole sled deal, but uh, it, uh, it got kind of it got kind of cool at the end because it was like a lawnmower with uh, you know a Hayabusa engine on it. You know, hmm. a, the, the fastest bike engine. Yeah, and the things the things got fucking crazy quick. Um, but it's just like why? First of all, why? Second of all, why? What happened? Third of all, yeah, why am I here? But it's a different but, world, man. It's you know. I, I would have went regardless, but uh, it, it definitely is something that what is happening. So fucking weird, guys. I don't know. I, I'm all over the goddamn United States learning about different people. It just fucking scares me. <laughs> it's good. It's good for you. Yeah, is, Anakin uh, across the galaxy. Me to be the first one to see them all. All the track, the fucking lawnmower poles. Woo! Um, <laughs> every trashy festival. Outside of that, that's it, man. That's it. That's I don't it. Know. It's it. Literally, it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Go see it. It's worth your time. I don't even know the next big movie that comes out. The next big game that comes out. Um, Battlefront Two. We should be getting the beta access uh, at the beginning of October. So that's pretty cool. Um, Apple announces the new iPhone tomorrow. Be watching that. I don't know. There's not much else. We're kind of in the law until we get that goddamn trailer. That's like what everyone's waiting for. Has like even the Hasbro convention thing. Like I had never heard of Hascon until this year when I saw the Rex Black Series thing show up on Twitter. So like there's nothing huge happening for Star Wars right now. We need the goddamn trailer, Ryan. Johnson, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Something to him. He's probably watching this this fucking podcast right now. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Let's uh, see was, what my Star Wars fans have to say. Fucking trailer, dude. If I wasn't 100% sleep deprived, 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 if I wasn't <laughs> sleep deprived and drunk at Celebration, I probably would have told him about it. But, you know, I met him at like 3 a.m., slept on a cold concrete floor, I couldn't fall asleep, was- drunk as hell. That's ridiculous. That that was honestly for how awesome the whole thing was. That was probably one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh, man, if everything else was organized, sleeping on the concrete floor would have been so worth it. We literally waited for 24 hours. I slept on a goddamn basketball court and I got to see a movie of what the fucking thing was. I'll do it again. I wouldn't. Jesus. I would have taken a fucking nap, went home. We'll see. I'm excited for next, uh, not next year, the year after. They're skipping a year. Where's that one going to be at? No no idea. Fucking Cleveland, Mangus, Ohio. I don't care where it is, as long as there's no fucking wristbands. <laughs> All right, Galaxy. That's about Bad it. day, Galaxy. Had enough of this potato shit bullshit sandwich. That's all I want to think about this entire episode is potato sandwich. You tell me to explain what it is. I can't handle it. You ain't never going to happen. Thank you guys for tuning in. I got to give a shout out to all the people that were live with us. I, you know, Nicole Serrano, a uh, handful of dangs, uh, Riley, Zach, uh, and then a huge shout out to where we at here. Steve Kirk. Steve Kirk and Dakota Drones. 
and Riley and all the bunch of them. All but uh, uh, Steve was ballsy enough to head on over to the fucking Patreon page. And he gave us a few dad Terry's uh, live during the show. You during can do the it. Show live. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, so if you guys are listening at this point, I'm sorry. Also, head on over. First of all, head on over to YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe. So you guys get a uh, notification when we go live. So if you guys aren't doing anything, you can uh, yell at us. Steve Kirk is still here. Damn right. Bring it. Still shouting um, the fucking shit. Oh, he's hammered, drunk, pissed. <laughs> uh, head on over to YouTube. Subscribe so you get a, a, an alert and a notification when we go live. So if you aren't doing anything, you can message us while we record. Uh, and then obviously two, we are a podcast. So if you want to head over to iTunes. You want to look up our show. You want to hit that big purple button that says subscribe. So you can get everything instantly as soon as it comes out. It's important to do, that you do that. It and if you're us. on Android, just go to something and click hey. Um, yeah, you have a few options. Outside of that, thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Watching Podcast. This was episode 115. That's it, guys, you turkey. I, I can tell you right now, next episode, it's going to be 116. That's it, you turkey. You're bored. <laughs> You're bored. <laughs>